millions of Christians face intense persecution and risk their lives for the sake of the gospel. Vom Oz Radio supports persecuted Christians, giving a voice to the testimony of those who have been denied a voice. Our programs inform and encourage Christians in Australia and around the world to mobilize and to stand with our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to Vom Oz Radio, voice for the persecutor. Welcome again. My name is Todd Nettleton. We are in the studio this week with a guest who has been with us before. Bob Fu is the founder and the president of the China Aid Association. He is also the author of a book called God's Double Agent about his time serving the Lord in communist China, being a prisoner for Christ in China. Bob Fu, welcome back. Thank you, Todd, for having me again. It's always a joy to be back to visit our family. <laughs> you are part of the family. <laughs> it is always a joy for us as well to have you here. A couple things I want to talk about, and obviously our focus is on Christian persecution, and unfortunately there's a lot of that to talk about in China. But earlier this year we saw something we don't see very often in China— people protesting against the government, actually going out in the streets saying, hey, we don't like what the Communist Party is doing. We don't like what the government is doing. What was behind that and how widespread is that? Is there really a lot of discontent in China with the Communist Party and with the government? Yes, I was uh, actually even honestly surprised to see that, especially under this uh, President Xi Jinping has uh, a very brutal control. That's the largest kind of a young people's protest in over 200 university campuses erupted, wow. really, uh, that we have not seen since the Tiananmen Square massacre, you know, the protest mm -hmm. back to 34 which, years ago. Which you were there. I was there, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, square. oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> what had happened was uh, really, I think, people were fed up. Were, they basically said, uh, enough is enough, uh, especially under this uh, so cruel, unreasonable you know, lockdown uh, in the name of COVID. I think that that is uh, the reasoning. But the trigger was um, deadly tragedy in the capital city of Xinjiang, in Wurmuchi. Uh, remember, that was uh, one apartment building where there was a fire, but the fire fighters did not go uh, on time because this building were totally locked down or sealed uh, from inside. So how could they escape from the fire? How widespread is that feeling of discontent? Again, uh, over 200 university campuses, students, I mean, young people took to the street from Beijing. You know, that's in the capital city of China, where Xi Jinping has uh, most of the you know, military police and uh, secret police force and the maximum control all of a sudden. And also the, the protesters became also more creative uh, that uh, they're not even going to the street, um, you know, with like poster slogans. All they carry was a piece of a blank paper. <laughs> A white paper. <laughs> so it's known a as a white, white paper, paper protest. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that was a telling sign that, okay, 
we were totally stunned, you know, speechless. Like right. uh, there's no word can describe our anger, frustration. I think a discontent. And, and you know, if if you're a Chinese university student, you know that going out and protesting against the government is a dangerous thing for you. It is. That takes real courage, and I think we need to really continue to even to pray for those who are still in prison.、Mm-hmm. I know one even professor from my own hometown who was a professor in a major city right next to Beijing called Tianjin City. And she was put in a, a psychological hospital, being treated as a, a like, crazy yeah,、person. as a crazy、uh, you, lady. You protested against the government, so you must be insane. Yeah. Wow. And、uh, still, she's、uh, still missing. So some other youngsters are still being jailed.、Uh, it's a major risk, and also this protest shows CCP's、uh, increasing. Way of surveillance. I mean,、uh, remember when they were gathered at some public spot, there were at times not major police like、uh, crackdown at the times, but every one of them was found、yes. and being singled out, being knocked the door on their dorms or homes and arrested. That because of the digital face recognition、right. camera. So we have cameras everywhere. We can see you. We can track your cell phone, so、yes. we know you were there. Yes. Okay, we're gonna. We don't have to arrest you at the scene of、That's、the、right. so-called crime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can just wait a month later, a week later. We can go to your apartment、Very、and say,、horrifying. "Hey, come with us." Yeah. Anyone who showed up at that hour, that minute, are natural suspects, right? right. In that one Even location. Even if you just happen to be walking by, you, you that's might, right. You might end up yeah some, at a police station. That's that's right. Yeah, that happened. And the thing about that is, then there's no international outcry. It wasn't like the police cracked down at the protest and were beating people in the street or something. It's like no, they just picked them up quietly later, and and it kind of goes under the radar. You're absolutely right. Another thing that I want to talk about that happened this year is the patriotic education law,、mm-hmm. um, which which sounds very good. It sounds you know very positive. We want to raise up our children to be good citizens. This law in China, though, is very, very concerning. The way it's written, especially for Christian parents, because if you are training up your child,、uh, as the Bible says, in the way they should go, following Jesus, you're actually breaking this law. You're not giving them a good patriotic education. Talk a little bit about this law and and what it means for Christian parents in China. I mean, it's not really. The real meaning of、uh, patriotic in a Western sense,、mm-hmm. you know. But for the Communist Party, and、uh, this is a, a process to eradicate Christianity from the map of China, and that's why I think,、uh, as you mentioned,、uh, it endangers Christians'、uh, population, the Christian children, Christian students. I mean, for the first time in forty years since the Cultural Revolution, the Chinese、uh, Christian children all. Were mandated to sign a Communist Party prepared form to renounce their faith in public. Wow! They have to read that. Millions of Chinese Christian children. I mean, the first they would、uh, work on them、uh, by their teachers, then by the principal, then they will bring their parents, then they will bring the police. Even the grandparents were brought brought to school to pressure them. You know these poor children to sign 
this uh, prepared form uh, by the Communist Party to admit in public, like, oh, I was in this day being misled to believe in Christianity after a round of uh, Uh, they called scientific materialism, Marxism, education. I had uh, weakened up, you know, and then I've seen the light. Uh, yes, and uh, I changed, and I admit that was a mistake. I believe in communism again. If you don't sign the form, what you happens? will be expelled from school. So you're out. And even some grandparents, I receive uh, uh, like a report, credible reports, lose their. Public welfare benefit, wow. retirement, uh, and so not uh, only are you、security. kicked out of school, but your grandparents now are going to be out on the Implied, street, implied, yes, because we're going to cut off、yes. their benefits, yes, unless you sign.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So coupled with、wow. that, of course,、uh, the uh, CCP uh, tried to cut off、uh, any. Uh, scripture access with the children, you know, the、mm-hmm. Bible apps were all removed from all the e-commerce store. The Chinese Apple phone users, they, they have a totally different experience than an American yes, or totally a European、different. iPhone. They cannot、user. find any、uh, Bible or Bible-related apps to download. All the students up to the college level. Are not allowed to become Christian at all. To become Christian,、right. even in a registered church, you're、oh, not allowed. Oh, totally forbidden. And then the are try to kind of impose this so-called patriotic education the, with this new law. Basically, you are forced to love the Communist Party. <laughs> It's a totally forced love. Yeah. One of the other things about this law that that really struck me as I was reading about it is. At least in theory, it applies to Chinese citizens overseas who, who don't live in China. Yes, it would apply to you. Yes, if you live in Los Angeles or、uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, you, if you are Chinese,、uh, no matter whether you are American, naturalized American citizen or not, you are mandated to love the Communist Party back to China. And they have tested, you know, if you use、uh, their social、uh, media like WeChat or their TikTok, if they have an archive for you,、uh, if you travel back to China, they want to see how many posts、uh, are patriotic to China、wow. or not. Yes, they're examining you. All the naturalized American citizens, the Chinese Americans, when they go back to China. They were mandated now to register in local police station. This only happened starting from this year, so they can trace you、uh-huh. where you know where you go. So they're、uh, very concerned about outside influence. Oh, I mean, very. When very, you talk about the internet, you talk about the app store, you talk、mm-hmm. about even American Chinese who are going back to visit family. They want to register. They want to know what you're doing there. Who who are you talking to? Yeah. Let's talk about another change in China this year, Bob. In the way they're charging Christians and pastors criminally, they have gone out of their way not to make the charges religious in nature at all,、mm-hmm. so that nobody can say, "Oh, look, they're arresting Christians. They're charging you with、uh, being a Christian." What are they doing now, in the legal sense,、uh, to punish Christians without it looking like Christian persecution? This year, I think the Communist Party really had、uh, changed a new tactic, which is they use the、uh, legal code called business fraud. Their logic is:、uh, well, the house church is declared as an illegal organization, 
And uh, if they found the uh, house church is collecting or having tithing and offering, you know that involves the money, like like a transaction. Then they would say, okay, you are engaging illegal business transaction. And、um, they then arrested a group of、uh, church members, really through torture, and made them to sign the confession. Said, "Oh, when we were donating our money, we didn't know it was a business fraud. Like、uh, we were forced to do this. I mean, I mean. So they collect this、uh, false confession and then brought charges against the church leaders. Wow, they're like literally." Hundreds uh, of uh, pastors and Christian leaders are charged with business fraud,、uh, and, and and you mentioned this is happening in multiple cases, in multiple places, all over China. So it、multiple、seems、provinces. like it is. It's a strategy that is being pushed down at、by、the、Beijing. national level. Yeah,、okay. by the central government. It's、uh, very clearly is、uh, there is a central government orchestrated campaign to use this chart to evade. Yeah, the foreign media or government. Right.、Uh, and so, if you or I or our congressman called the Chinese embassy and said, "Hey, why did you arrest these people? Why did you arrest this pastor?" They would say, "Oh no." That didn't have anything yeah, to do with he or religion. She, yeah, committed business fraud. That was business fraud. It,、yeah. It's it's nothing to do with persecution.、Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with religion. And、uh, we have one nine Christian leaders who were tried on the whole week of Thanksgiving week. The eldest one、uh, was a sister Wang Xuelan. Her last name is Wang W A N G. She's about seventy、uh, years old. I mean, her husband. Her son, daughter,、uh, son-in-law,、uh, I mean、uh, n- nephews, were all arrested and had never got a trial until Thanksgiving week、uh, after two and a half years.、So、two and a half years and in jail. And she, this、uh, sister Wang, I mean, basically, she was、uh, being tortured, beaten. Then、uh, she was、um, saying to the judges that if you just uh, uh, charge me, or imprison me, it's fine. If you Can release the rest of the、uh, other family members, and uh, uh, the trial continues、uh, to this day. Speaking of Chinese Christians who are in prison, I often think of Pastor Wang Yi. Is there any word on on how he is doing? He is、uh, serving a nine year prison sentence. Nine year imprisonment. We're at the five year mark. Yes, yes. Is there any update on how he's doing? Well,、uh, this year for the first time, his wife was.、Uh, Allowed to have one few minutes conversation on the phone, and his wife kind of deferred to、uh, her mother-in-law, Wang Yi's mother, you know, to comfort the、mm-hmm. elderly.、Uh, so that's the first conversation in, in five, five years. years. Yeah, and first,、wow. uh, no visitation allowed from any family member or church member or even lawyers. He does not have a copy of the Bible. Uh, but he was writing several devotional books、uh, already, like、uh, at least two or three in his brain. <laughs> like, wow! It reminds me of Pastor Richard Wormbrand, the founder of the Voice of the Martyrs.、Right. He was in prison for fourteen years. Yeah, he composed sermons while he was there, and and when he came out, he wrote them down because he had just just like Wang Yi, it sounds like. Had memorized them, had had thought about them, and composed them, and yeah. So, so we need to quickly download after he's released in prison. We, we will look <laughs> forward to reading、books. his prison sermons. And he has over eleven 
hundred prayer points in his brain just to go through these prayer points of eleven hundred. Wow. Including please praying for American church, praying uh, every day and night. Yeah. Wow. Well, I again would encourage our listeners pray for Pastor Wang Yi, pray for his wife Zhang Rong, pray for their son Joshua. Nine years is a long time to be apart. Nine years is a long time to suffer for the the so called crime of pastoring a church. I would encourage you to pray for them, Bob. There's another pastor that our listeners will be familiar with. Uh, that is Pastor Pan, and we had him on VOM Radio. Uh, yeah. earlier in 2023, yeah. actually recorded in Southeast Asia before they left mm, and came to there, America. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how are the members of the Mayflower Church? They were granted asylum. They were allowed to come to the United States in really kind of a miraculous fashion. A truly miracle. Um, I mean, so on Good Friday this year, um, right before Easter, yeah, we went to Dallas-Fort Worth Airport and picking them up. Um, so they are very offbeat. I mean, Pastor uh, Pan announced uh, in the airport in front of the U.S. ambassador at large from the State Department, you know, who uh, made a trip to uh, the airport welcoming them, said, uh, we come here not to fulfill our uh, American dream, certainly not Chinese dream, and we want to fulfill the heavenly dream and uh, to continue the gospel ministry. They were hosted initially near Tyler, Texas, you know, East Texas. And on December 28th, all 64 of them are going to move to Midland, Texas. All right. So our local church— They'll uh, be your neighbors. Welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Actually, one church offered uh, 35 acres land with uh, several buildings. So they're going to build a Mayflower village in the middle of the desert. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, I think they will have a great uh, blessing uh, impact. Uh, on our community, so we're preparing uh, as we're talking uh, for everything they need. Bob, as we finish up, what are the key ways as as we begin 2024? What are the key ways we can pray for Christians in China? Yeah, I was um, recently attending a mission conference in uh, South Africa and, uh, and met actually with a few house church leaders. One of the church leaders told me, said, okay, actually, you know, we are ready and prepared to be imprisoned. We're not afraid of being imprisoned, but we are afraid of losing the fear of the Lord. Wow. Not afraid of being imprisoned, losing their own physical freedom, but they are very concerned that the Chinese church would lose the fear of the Lord. So that's the number one prayer request. They said, pray that, uh, you know, even in the middle of this uh, most intensive persecution we have not seen in 40 years, that the Chinese church, brothers and sisters, would continue to fear the Lord more than fear anything. And uh, so that's their number one prayer. And uh, in fact, I mean, I kind of find um, former VOM associate, Pastor John Tall, you had met. Uh-huh. So he was sentenced to seven years uh-huh. imprisonment for setting up 16 schools in the Burma-China border area. I kind of found this letter he wrote to his mother from his prison after he uh, served uh, almost two years. Uh, he said, please Rejoice for me. Jesus has died on the cross for me. It is my utter joy to be imprisoned 
for my Lord. Wow! This is a reality, and not self comfort, no self encouragement.、Uh, How far is he in? I his think seven next years? year he, he is. Uh, yeah, should be released. And、uh, oh, may it be so. So pray that、um, the kind of joy, even in the prison, Pastor John Hall is expressing, can be maintained. You know, persistently, and I know he was constantly put in solitary confinement. Sometimes、uh, I receive word that you know he has to stare on the ceiling and、uh, for you know days and nights,、uh, very torturing. I mean, despite of the joyful spirit,、mm-hmm. he is still a reality very, very over there. Yeah. yeah. So pray the Lord、uh, through His Holy Spirit can sustain them, and also pray for the persecutors.、Mm-hmm. You know,、um, who knows whether Xi Jinping. Could become from Saul to Paul. We we have to have big faith, right? Yeah. And、uh, as long as he's still alive, as Pastor Wang Yi said, he still has a chance to, for、Amen. Jesus uh, uh, the, and uh, the amazing grace、um, of Holy Spirit to work in his heart, and other persecutors, other religious affairs bureau officials, and、um, the revival. I'm very sure will continue. Even Wang Yi's church, Early Rain Covenant Church, in the past eighteen months or so, they planted two new churches. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the twenty-five Thanksgiving items on Thanksgiving Day. The church released、wow. to the world、two、said,、uh, "We have twenty-five <laughs> items we give thanks to. We have churches planted. We have new、uh, members. We have new baptisms. I mean, that's kind of a, the exciting." Kingdom news, right?、Yes. We want to hear. The kingdom is advancing, in spite of the Communist Party, in spite of Xi Jinping, in spite of new laws. The kingdom, the gospel, is advancing in Communist China. Bob, it is always such a pleasure when we get to talk to you, and thank you so much for for being a voice for Chinese Christians, for sharing their stories, and for being our guest this week. Thank you, Todd. Christians in hostile nations may live far from us. As believers, we know that we are one with them and part of the body of Christ. As such, we can't ignore their suffering. If the Holy Spirit is impressing you to know more and support the work of Voice of the Martyrs, please visit our website at vom.com.au. All donations of two dollars and more are tax deductible in Australia. This has been a production of Vom Oz Radio, Voice for the Persecuted.